0: Everybody, welcome to the Pick Six Podcast, CBS Sports Date NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson, I'm your host. It is Friday, August 27th, and uh, we're doing a little Super Friend breakdown of the week three of the preseason in the feed. A bunch of different episodes from Fantasy Week. We had a great best ball chat. Uh, with Josh Norris and a great DFS chat with Frank Stanford, as well as the, the one, the only, Jamie Eisenberg, on to give out some of his best advice for your draft. So make sure and check out those episodes. Today's episode brought to you by. That's right. Pick six is presented by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL. Share a Bud Light with us as you listen along. And you can do that. Acquired at Bud Light, and by heading to budlight.com/slash/delivery to order, Bud Light's limited edition team cans just hit the market. Find yours and stock the fridge for kickoff of the NFL season. We'll be unveiling ours in a little bit. You can uh, you can probably get. Well, I mean, you don't have to cover up the the bottle there, Wilson. Um Again, budlight.com/slash/delivery to get your Bud Light. Joining me to break down to pre- to look at preseason week three. Ryan Wilson and John Breach. What's up, boys? Hey, hey, hey. Breach has muted himself. It's amazing. It's like a weekly thing. At so this what point. is he doing? I don't know. He didn't didn't show up with a Bud Bowl
1: hat like we talked about. He I've mute- been out of two, I've been out of here two weeks. I don't know how my podcasting equipment works anymore. Uh, I'm I'm still riding the high of being auctioned off for four figures. My God. I was, oh. I was so popular I was.
0: That's right. Uh, we should point out that the uh, the Pick Six podcast auctions for St. Jude on eBay to raise char- money for charity have ended. Uh, Debo, what was the final figure for the Pick Six Super Friends that
2: we were uh, procured for? Uh, four figures. Twenty seven hundred. I would. Did Breach say five figures? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was just following him because I don't have the exact, but it's over twenty seven hundred dollars between the three of you. So a. <laughs>
1: I don't know who we're dunking on there, but I guess dunking on. We're dunking on the other podcast that didn't match Oh, (laughs) Oh!
0: That's right. Shots (laughs) fired straight at the Cover 3 podcast. (laughs) Chip, Tom, Danny, (laughs) bud. Guess what? You got smoked. (laughs) I, I I don't know if there's an actual competition. I do know that Chip Patterson texted me and was like, I think he was trying to inquire about suspicious activity. And I got to tell you, there was zero suspicious activity. We just have a very loyal fan base that listens to this podcast and was willing to p- pony up big buckaroos to, uh, to donate to charity.
3: By the way, uh, Greg, actually, on the podcast where Breach wasn't here last week, I, I implored anyone to make me um, get me surpassed, uh, get me past uh, Breach, because at the time we were both around. Ten or twenty bucks. And Greg stepped up, but I think he got it up to 150 bucks. He said, I'll take care of you. And then um he tweeted at me once the the numbers were much higher than that. And uh he he was apologetic and he said he got dunked on. I said, No, you didn't get dunked on. We appreciate all your help. You so kickstarted
0: it. That's right. You
3: kickstarted it, Greg, the 49ers fan. So uh yeah, every little bit was helpful. I, I didn't beat Breach this year, but um when I beat him up next year, then I will beat him, both physically <laughs> and in the I'm just trying to trying to figure out how I can how I can win this thing.
0: Well, I mean, like I, Breach, Breach is the top seller, and I would never try to imply that it was my legwork that got Bengals fans <laughs> to donate. I was wondering get, how this is going to get, get work. his number that high. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, do, I wouldn't try to take credit for Breach's number that that he that he was uh, auctioned off for. But um, and I would never be bitter that I was lower than Breach or that Breach was clearly going to get credit uh, in the office for for being you know that high. Uh, but I I would you know I wouldn't I wouldn't do any of that. You know, that's not, that's not my style. What, Very umbrinson-like. What, yeah. umbrinson what would you do? I would uh, passively aggressively <laughs> mention it in a way that allowed, that got the point across. At any rate, I don't really, I really don't care. I'm pumped that all, all three of us, I think Wilson was 760. Dude, I thought any, I, I just
3: wanted to get over like 50 bucks. So that was awesome. Thank you. Do we know? I don't know. I don't know who who
0: made the final bid, but thank you uh, everyone who uh,
3: yeah,
1: yeah, I don't
0: we haven't had everything completely sorted out because Yeah, I, I do not,
1: know we'll hear more about that down the road, but we yeah. got it. And, thank
0: and, you to anybody who put in a bid. Thank you to anybody who
3: I, and I actually pledged it. this. I said whatever the final bid is on me is how much I will make Princeton spend on that Ryan Finley tattoo. So it's gonna be a seven hundred and sixty dollar <laughs> Ryan Finley tattoo,
2: which I'm super excited about. And more chances, the Fantasy Football Today draft-a-thon, uh, Wednesday, September 1st. What I'm hearing, Brinson will appear on that at 11.50 p.m. Eastern Time. That's the latest I've heard. So support, <laughs> but it will be going on for six hours. Brinson will be there late night rounding yes. it out. So Fantasy Football Today draft-a-thon, and you'll have more chances to donate to St. 11.50? Pacific time, by the way. Ugh. I don't think Debo mentioned that part.
0: You're gonna keep it together until eleven fifty, huh? Or just oh show up and
2: I was gonna say, why change now? Saving the best for last, Brenson. <laughs>
0: that's yeah.
2: that's the only way looking at saving. Thanks, whoever's
0: in charge of that for giving me that that tea time. I, I have an idea. <laughs> All the people you've alienated. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess burning as many bridges as humanly possible is a bad idea, huh? Is that what you're saying? All right, let's get to the podcast chatter. By the way, Wilson. Yes. On our picks last week. Oh, oh
1: yeah. How'd we do? <laughs> oh, my friend. Do pretty Look good. At that. that is... Brenton is holding a piece of paper up to the camera, and I can't even see it. And I'm literally uh, right in front of him. So if anybody's watching on YouTube, you probably can't. Brenton, why don't you just read that? Chiefs first half. Winner. Jets minus two and a half. Winner.
0: Ravens minus three and a half. Winner. Lions plus five and a half. A loser, but they did close at seven plus seven, and that would have won. They lost by six points. Uh, I'll still mark it as an X, though. Colts de-
3: plus- by the way, the Lions were down 26 and nothing and came back, so we were we were almost there.
0: Yeah. Colts plus two and a half winner Rams under 35 winner Denver minus five winner. And then, uh, the 49ers actually, uh, one by five had a, a missed field goal and I maybe two missed extra points. So they didn't cover. I should have gone with a 49ers chargers under. What was that the line of the 49ers
1: play? game? Five and a half. Five and a half. Oh so, my gosh.
0: Yeah. Dang so, uh, we I'm ended good. up going six and two. Um, Seven and one, if you depending on how you would want to grade that Lions. But we we gave out five and a half, and people would have bet it then. So I, you know,
3: didn't breach say that he was thirty two and zero so far during the preseason. Now, now in my games.
1: defense, I sent you guys a text last. Now in your defense, you're lying. <laughs> I have go the on. text. I can show the text messages uh, on. You can see them on YouTube if we if you want to go that far. What, on... what, what, what good did the text messages
0: do? Yeah, well, because on
1: Saturday I said bet all the AFC teams because the AFC team's been winning. And then they won every single game on Saturday night. I sent you a text about 6 p.m. on you Saturday. Said it was a
0: text, you you're like all the AFC teams won. If you'd like you one. To-
1: yeah, yeah, and then I said so. Bet AFC teams because there were four Breaches more games guy. that night, and then they won all four of
3: them. Breaches is the guy who every Tuesday says if you guys should. I knew all those teams were going to win. And or I
1: texted you before the games happened. I don't know what else to say. I didn't get the text you, until two days ago. Oh well, let's see. I'm gonna just go ahead and we don't. All need right, what's next? Dunking. We don't. Need, uh, yeah. Wilson, let's move on. Yeah, I don't want to we don't need a dunkle over you. I don't want to. Breach
0: said I've somehow been on fire in the preseason. AFC was 16 to 1 against NFC after Jets Packers. So but he didn't say I went 16 and one. He just said the AFC went 16 and one. He's quoting facts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've been on fire.
3: Maybe he literally was on fire and then he took a chance, he took an opportunity to look at the scores while he was being toweled off. Fair enough. All right, let's go. I don't want to talk about this because Breach clearly is is in the wrong. (laughs)
0: By the way, He did send us a uh, a, 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 a wager he made on under AFC underdogs. Okay, all right,
3: yeah. Like I said, if he if he just moved on, we never would have known that. And he well,
0: Bree we spent four dollars and thirty cents on the Bengals
1: and won twelve dollars. 14,
0: yeah, yeah, 14, Fair yeah, enough. You can you can buy half. I'll a take pizza.
3: the
1: profit. Way
2: to go.
0: <laughs> reach by
3: two slices
1: add up those little bets add up
0: never make fun of a man's unit size even no matter how small it is Hey, all right what's going on um oh boy dicky v yelling about
3: unit sizes is the perfect encapsulation of this podcast
0: (laughs) so let's get to what to watch for in week three we had two starting quarterbacks named officially and we will cover those. Trevor Lawrence, the <laughs> starting quarterback in Jacksonville. Wow. What a surprise. Thank you, Urban, for that revealing information. Hydrate. Hustle. And maybe more importantly than, than that is, and by the way, the Jaguars are minus three and a half against, or minus three, excuse me, over at Caesars uh, against the Cowboys. That number is dropping, and it should be dropping, because the, the freaking Jaguars are terrible. They suck. They're the, we were – that our Steve Spurrier theory was dead ass wrong, Wilson. Nope. And he's like the opposite of Steve Spurrier. Urban Meyer in this offense can't get going. Do you guys – I would ask you this. I mean, you know, with, with Trevor Lawrence being named the starter here, do one, do you have any concerns about Trevor Lawrence in, in this coming season? And then two, do you think that what we're seeing from Urban in this offense is more about them trying to be vanilla in the preseason, or is this more about an inability to blend Daryl Bevel's offense with Urban's offense while having a rookie quarterback that you're dealing with?
3: So, Urban Meyer runs a wide-open offense. Daryl Bevel has never been accused of running anything wide open. No, so Bevel, Bevel just takes deep shots. It's oil and water, number one. And you could yeah. see the frustration, perceived or otherwise, in Urban's face every time they panned over to him, no matter the time of the game, whether it's a kickoff or the end of the game. And he looks like he's constipated while also contemplating some some serious some serious stuff Uh, i this team is not great they didn't have two of their starters on the offensive line in the in the saints game it's not going to matter like trevor lawrence is i think it's safe to say far and away been the worst rookie quarterback rookie first round quarterback this preseason end of the day that doesn't mean anything but a lot of these guys on on different levels are having success trevor is not having success and it's not his fault you put Mac Jones on this Jaguars team, he's already taken off the field on a stretcher. I mean, Trey <laughs> Lance is running for his life, and and the good news for Trevor Lawrence is that he's big and strong, so he can absorb these hits. But again, we're two weeks into this thing, and it's only preseason. He ain't going to make it to, to week seven or eight if this keeps up. Travis Etienne's now hurt. He's probably done for the year. And Pete Prisco pointed this out uh, on Twitter while watching the Monday night game, which was the Saints-Jaguars game. Every one of their offensive playmakers are slow. like They're not getting open, and that's also a huge problem. Maybe to your point, Brentson, that has something to do with the quote unquote vanilla offense, but sweet Jesus in the morning time. I mean, Jameis Winston looked really, really, really good running the vanilla offense. I mean, he was laser locked in and you just don't see that these long developing plays that the Jaguars are, are running and uh, their defense, which is young and presumably getting better has not gotten better yet. I just, oof, th- this is a, a tough ask for a team that won one football game last year and breach. I was wrong about the Tim Tebow thing. I figured he'd make the team if he's going to be there. Uh, Let's see, 17 games now, so 25 games over under the Urban Meyer coaches for the Jaguars. Mm,
1: Over. Okay. I mean, they get to play the Texans twice, so that alone could allow them The Texans are
3: saying the same thing with the Jaguars.
1: Well, right, right, but I'm just saying that, and it's their first game of the season. Literally, they could win their opener just like they did last year and then lose Mm. every other game for the rest of the season, and we could see that happening. And the one thing I will say about Trevor Lawrence. And you just mentioned Jameis Winston, maybe running that vanilla offense in new Orleans right now, but he still looks good. Is that Sean Payton has run the same offense for 14 years. So he's been burning into Jameis Winston's head last year and this year. Uh, So, you know, he's gotten a little bit of experience in that offense. Whereas you have a new coach, a new NFL coach and urban Meyer trying to get this offense implemented with a new offensive coordinator. And then you also have a new quarterback who obviously has no time in the system because he's a rookie. So, There are a few things like I just think Trevor Lawrence can only go up from here. And also, when you look at him compared to the other rookies, like I absolutely agree with you, Ryan, Lawrence has looked the worst uh, in the preseason so far. But I think the one thing you have to keep in mind is that he has been the only rookie quarterback that has pretty much only played against the other team's first team defense. Because Trevor Lawrence has been the starter in every single game preseason game he's played for so far, whereas you have, you know, Mac Jones coming in their second or third quarter when, when the competition's a little bit easier because the first team defenses aren't out there. Uh, the only person that's been comparable to that is Zach Wilson, who has played lights out better. So I think that's the only fair quarterback right now to compare Trevor Lawrence to, and Zach Wilson has just been phenomenal um, to, to his point, to his part, but then Justin Fields, you know, like he hasn't played against great competition. We saw him in week two. 9-19 to 19 for 80 yards, and again, he's playing against the second and third string guys and and is struggling. So I think when you look at it through that lens, that maybe Trevor Lawrence hasn't been as bad uh, as he kind of seems compared to the other rookie quarterbacks.
3: I'm not blaming Trevor Lawrence at all. I'm just blaming everyone around Trevor <laughs> Lawrence and the coaching staff, which Pete Prisco is really concerned about, but I do have – to I mean, Pete Prisco is concerned about him, but he had them winning, going over their six-win total. At no point did I think they're going to win more than six football games.
0: <laughs> uh Pete Prisco no longer has him going over the, the six weeks. Four days ago.
1: If you if the Jags Johnny have lost flip-flop. Prisco, they've lost everyone.
0: <laughs> Johnny right. flip flop is going back under. And Shut Pete me. Pete is also, by the way, making uh waves. We should point out that so Pete goes on, and, and by the way, this is the sort of thing that if, if you work for a company like you know, we're all we're all trying to row the boat in the same direction here, right? We're trying to uh yeah. build up like if if you know CBS big CBS tweets out the NFL announcing pairings. I'm gonna retweet it now. Only a jerk would accuse you of kissing up by doing that, like Pete. Right. Um, additionally, Prisco goes on CBS Sports Radio and like an Odyssey show with with our buddy Damon Amendola, and he said he gives like kind of a scoop about Urban Meyer and how the uh, players reportedly quote aren't thrilled with him, and it gets picked up by Fox News and Roto World, and now it's being picked up by like every single. Uh, football site out there, and all the traffic's going back to Fox News. So I mean, somebody needs to talk to Pete. Have a, the boss people need to have a sit down with Pete and say, "Buddy, we're all in the same boat here. Grab your oar and be a teammate. You know, don't don't just don't just jump in the water and swim around by yourself with the manatees down here in the, in the Florida rivers. You need to get in the get in the boat. Maybe help, he's in the kayak him. and he's just facing the wrong direction.
3: He's or just turn,
1: right? know, maybe Pete's, Pete's angling for a job at Fox News. You know, that, has to say. Yeah, I mean,
0: who's to say whether that would be something that would be up his alley or not. It'd be impossible to, to decide. Um, <laughs> point being is that Pete scoop is like, even on the spun.com. It's like uh, the, Pete said, he's got to change a few things. He brought a bunch of college, like things to the program, which I don't necessarily agree with. Prisco said comma per Fox news. And I've heard some of the players aren't thrilled with him either, including having a microphone on the field. One of his assistants on the field during practice, the boom, mic, telling everyone to hydrate and hustle and get to the next period. Mm. Do so you the, think-
3: <laughs> the real question. If you're on, if you're on YouTube, you can see that Debo has, has put on the screen. Pete Prisco colon, not a team player. So the, the one of the issues with, with the uh, Pete's, report his breaking news story is that people were confused on twitter by the boom mic so a boom mic's a long stick with a mic on the end of it that you you, you sort of hang over a crowd to, to get so does the coach have a boom mic or does the coach have a megaphone because it'd be awesome if it literally was a boom mic walking around with like a, a like a sound guy holding a boom mic in, and then you just see urban meyer yelling to the boom mic even though there's no reason for that the hydrate and hustle stuff i don't get why that's a problem just seems like good advice but again I, what do i know
0: there was a, a report about um oh no was it what was it, where was it on where um urban meyer one of his players which player there's a player why did i hear the story this is sort of a puff piece type of thing but there was um there's a report that like he the, the he was in the um he that he was in uh one of his play, one of his players oh, it was josh allen josh allen was in the, yeah, hospital. the hospital yeah the hospital. with his wife and having a baby and the- i think that was a peter king it was in uh my- yeah, that's where it was good call thank yeah. you she was at- peter king wrote about this and um and there were uh this nurse was telling josh allen's wife that she had to stop breastfeeding had to use a certain type of formula she wanted to breastfeed naturally you know she's she's freaking out she's you know call and texting talking to josh allen about this and it's causing josh allen you know i mean just like anybody your you know your home life gets stuff going on it can bleed into work etc and so josh allen like, called urban was like hey man like i know this is crazy but this is happening at the hospital and my wife's going nuts so urban called the the ceo of the hospital and basically had him tell tell them how what would be going on with the, the allen family and um you know it's I, that's good that's great that you know he was able to tell his coaches coach, his coach pulled a favorite for him but i mean he did kind of big wig an entire wing of the maternity ward what's the uh, bad part about that so urban's trying to help out no he helped Jeff? him out i mean like he did yeah. he helped him out and he solved the problem uh pete, so what's the I mean, you're just making a face i didn't i don't think he's, nothing wrong with him i mean outside so I of you urban, were
3: telling a story
1: that this is a, a reason why
0: i no, am no, no, saying it. that like there's there's been some of that stuff going on oh, okay. but then well that was lovely. one of the
1: stories that we're saying that urban meyer's kind of winning over the locker room which gotcha. is opposite okay. of what pete is saying
0: okay now i got you yeah and I mean I think that's I mean I'm not you know look, Peter King goes in goes on the, the camp tours and you know he's talking to the PR guys and I mean like you know it's, that's that's a, that's a story that's being like hey like check out this cool story that happened and that's you know that's the PR job PR guys job to get that news out there the the thing with the thing that Pete's talking about that I think is more concerning than how Urban's helping out Josh Allen's wife is that essentially this it's the Jaguars are being run like a college program and here's the thing that wears on NFL players quickly. I would imagine the
3: lions are being run like, like that too. And the problem is both those teams aren't going to win very many football games. Um, like I don't know what the example, Pete Carroll is a college coach who wins football games. You don't hear people winching as much about Pete Carroll until they start losing football games. So I think at the end of the day, it works until it doesn't. And if you're losing, if you're a one in 15 team, I don't even know how many games the lions won last year, but it wasn't a lot. Um, if you're, a losing football team and you continue to lose with a, a rah-rah guy that's going to rub adults the wrong way. Whereas 18 to 21 year olds are, are more accustomed to that because they're right out of high school. I get that. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm more concerned about just the, the offense they're running and what the plan is there because they don't appear to have one. But again, maybe that's just preseason vanilla offense.
1: And, and the other thing with the rah-rah college stuff is that like NFL players don't want to be treated like children or like urban Myers treating the 18 to 21 year olds who he had, in college. It's a big difference when you are coaching, uh, you know, these guys coming out of high school who probably have $300 in their bank account. And now you're in the NFL trying to boss around guys who are mostly millionaires. Uh, you know, you got to treat them differently. And so you can't just do the exact same thing you did in college and bring that to the NFL. And the other thing in college, or Myers even talked about this part is that, you know, it, it changes what you have to do with your roster. Cause when you're at Ohio state, you can have, 400 players on the team 85 scholarship <laughs> players but after that you know if you can get 300 dudes to walk on then you have as much depth as you could ever possibly need and in the nfl you don't have that you barely have enough for two guys at each position so uh it just you and, and, you're, to, and and you're out there wasting a the spot with tim tebow right and so you have to change your coaching style and you can't have these feel-good stories you have to play the most talented people or put the most talented people out there um so it's 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 going to be interesting. You know, we can judge them in the preseason. I, I think we'll have a better feeling once they get out of September because, again, they have a couple winnable games early with the Texans, even the Bengals. I'll say the Bengals are a winnable game for them. Wow. And if they can get yes, out
0: of... Yes, the, if the Bengals are a winnable game for anybody, Breach. Let me well, ask you. What this. I'm
1: saying, though, is that all of this is going to be forgotten if Jacksonville gets out of September with a, a two and two record, which is possible. Oh, shut up. They uh, play the Texans and the Bengals in September. Uh, awesome.
0: you know, I mean it, it is insane to say it, but it is now. A conversely, breach. And by the way, the Texans and the Bengals are both away games. That doesn't exactly help you help matters. And, and they have the Broncos and the Cardinals at home. I mean, you know, Arizona's hot. Uh, Denver, not exactly a warm climate. Uh, September nineteenth and September twenty sixth.
1: Humidity
0: um, is going to be a scorcher in Jacksonville. Like that's not a fun time to play. So, yeah, I mean. Yes, you can be optimistic about their start, but I think the 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 other the other side of that coin is if you're having these problems getting the offense on the same page, and you and you don't and you can't go in and win any of these games, then you if you start zero four with that schedule, the the streets are going to be talking.
2: The streets. Uh,
3: let me ask you this: Who wins more games with this Jacksonville team in 2021? Urban Meyer or um, Mike McCarthy? Dan Campbell. <laughs> I, think it, I feel like it might be dan campbell because his body uh his his uh what's the word body english what's the word uh his can't think of the phrase thanks for helping but his
1: uh his body language, I think, body language, it. body English. I was like, body. oh, body? I, was, I yeah. thought you said body,
3: like <laughs> his body language isn't uh, of a person who feels already like they're defeated, and that's just the sense I get looking at Urban. Nothing he says or but his body language as he walks around the field or stands on the sidelines,
0: Dan Campbell. It's like, sort of, it's like what, uh, that that uh, shot that and it, again uh, you know, if yeah I'm gonna i rip Pete got to give Pete credit too Pete Pete said you know, <laughs> Urban looks like uh, me when I went in to go get a colonoscopy the other
1: last week and yeah. and to Brinson's point real quick about playing September games in Jacksonville uh, against Denver and Arizona things games you think that Jacksonville would probably lose but with that weather. Jacksonville in their past four or their past six home games played in September, they're four and two. Think about how bad this team has been. And that includes beating the Colts in the season opener last year, uh, 27 to 20. So you see these weird games in Jacksonville for whatever reason. So, it, it, you know, maybe they just shocked us all and go four and out oh to start the season.
3: All right. Speaking of the Broncos,
1: that, that would be a shock. And they beat the Patriots in 2018 in September in a home game. That would be a shock if they went, uh, to-
3: uh, all four, right, uh, September. Speaking of the Broncos.
0: Speaking of the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater named the QB one in Denver over Drew Locke. I actually uh, feel I don't know I didn't tweet about it beforehand, so I guess it doesn't count. But I said it on the podcast. I think we are talking. About, I think I was talking with Cody Benjamin, uh, our pal Cody Benjamin, when um, when we started talking about this the job, and it occurred to me all of a sudden. After you know, weeks of saying that Drew Locke was going to be the guy because of the upside of the offers, et cetera, et cetera. Instead, it makes it makes it always made more sense that the Broncos coaching staff and Vic Fangio would go with Teddy Bridgewater if he was if he was comparable to Locke in the preseason, you know, within within a reasonable realm because he gives him a higher floor. And this is not a team or a coaching staff that is trying to go for broke and and win 14 games This is a team that is trying to get in the playoffs and save some jobs and Teddy Bridgewater, who, by the way, was drafted by uh, George Patton Patton was in the front office when he was drafted uh, in Minnesota also offensive coordinator Pat Shermer was the O.C. in Minnesota for two years when Teddy Bridgewater was there, one the year that Teddy got hurt in preseason, and then the second year Teddy played a little bit, but it was mostly Case Keenum who led them on the Minneapolis Miracle Drive. The Broncos are a robust eight-and-a-half point favorite against the Broncos over at Caesars, the over-under, against the Rams, excuse me, over-under is 33-and-a-half. Any thoughts on that quarterback situation, Wilson, and or this spread? I like the Broncos, by the way.
3: I, I think you're right. I think it's the right choice. And, um, you know, Drew Luck flashed at some points during the preseason, but he flashed at points during the last two years. He just has to put it together. He hasn't done it yet. And I think he just rolled with Teddy, who's a safe option. And, he, you know, he's not going to be super exciting, but he's also not going to make a ton of mistakes. And this defense is really good. Patrick Sertan um, had, had a pick six-way interception this first game. And Von Miller's coming back. They have Justin Simmons. Uh, Bradley Chubbs there. I mean, so on and on it goes. So if you can just minimize the mistakes, especially in that division where you're going to have to, and you can sort of use your playmakers. Cortland Sutton's going to be back. Jerry Judy's going to be better. They have KJ Hamler. They have Noah Fant. I mean, um, they drafted, which running back to I think drafted Javante Williams, right? Yeah. Javante Williams. I mean, this team could be quietly really, really good if you just don't make a ton of dumb mistakes. And, and I think, that's exactly what Teddy Bridgewater gives you. So I I get it. I'm fine with it. Maybe Drew Locke gets his chance. Maybe he doesn't. But um, this is, uh, uh, I think, ensures uh, a more stable offense under Teddy B. than than Drew Locke.
1: Yeah, I mean, you look at what Drew Locke did last year. Uh, He threw 15 interceptions in, I think, what, 13 starts. So it's not like that's what you can't have if you're the Broncos. There's not a a lot of margin for error so what you want out of your quarterback, Ryan, you hit the nail on the head. Somebody who doesn't make mistakes. And that's what Teddy Bridgewater does. He's just steady Teddy. He doesn't turn the ball right. over. He's not going to win you games, but he's not going to lose mm. the games for you with a dumb interception or a, a strip sack fumble at you know in the fourth quarter when you just can't afford to have it. And so I think this is the right decision. I think, Brinson, you also said that he has the higher floor. That that feels like the situation here where maybe Drew Locke at the absolute – if everything goes perfect, he can get you to 12 wins and Teddy can only get you to 11 wins. But the flip side is – Teddy's probably 9 or 10. Honestly. If Drew Locke has a bad season, which is possible, if he plays like he did last year, uh, maybe you go 5 and 12 where it feels like Teddy's worst case scenario is probably 7 or 8 wins. You're probably locked into 7 to 10 wins – with Teddy Bridgewater, and if you're Vic Bangio, that's what you do because you're trying to save your job. You don't want to get fired. And with that eight and a half point spread, I think. Hey Breach, the Broncos have won both their preseason games by twenty-seven. Let me points.
3: let me ask Breach and/or Brechtson this question: You guys, and the Rams answers. don't play starters. We all laid out the reasons why Teddy Bridgewater makes more sense. He's not a gunslinger. He's conservative. Would you rather on this team for this season? Would you rather have Teddy Bridgewater or Ryan Fitzpatrick?
0: Um,
1: Fitzpatrick. That's a
0: good.
3: Question. I think so. Probably Fitzpatrick. Yeah, which is the exact... I mean, that's what Drew Locke isn't. He makes so well, many mistakes. Well, let me ask you
1: this, Ryan, because you're going to love this question. Would you rather have Teddy Bridgewater or Mac Jones?
3: I or think... So think actually cool. on, on this well, because team? Because Mac
1: Jones was still on the on the board when the Broncos yeah. picked the number nine. Fields. And Patrick Sertan... Or, or actually, Justin Fields. Would you, rather, yeah. would you rather have Teddy, Drew Locke, Justin Fields, or Mac Jones? Or Patrick,
0: and you get, you get the, the, add in the fact that you get Patrick Sertan, who's looked really good in the preseason.
3: Yeah, yeah. Patrick Sertan's also... Yeah, uh... Jeez, so that's a tough one. I think you go for this year. If it's only this year. You, excuse me. You go, um, Teddy and Patrick Sertan, but long term, I think you go with one of the other quarterbacks. And I think Mac Jones could start on this team right now and be successful. But you wouldn't have Patrick Sertan, which is obviously a consideration.
0: Yeah, for sure. The uh, the interesting thing, you know, Vic Fangio trying to run. I don't. He's not. Has he ever coached with Mike Zimmer? I don't think so. Right. They're both defensive guys. I don't know. No, no, no. They're both very similar coaches, I think. I mean, they're, yeah, some they're point, conservative, defensive guys who want to run the football and play great defense. My point being is that maybe... I think if I think Vic Fangio is looking at this situation like the 2015 Minnesota Vikings, when in Teddy Bridgewater's second year, they went 11-5, and five, Teddy threw completely 65% of his passes, only had 3,200 yards, 14 touchdowns, nine picks. I mean, not great numbers at all. But, I mean, he was a very capable game manager. I think you're expecting more statistically from Teddy uh, in that particular instance. But the point being is that they were fifth in points against in the NFL. And I think Vic Fangio has to believe his Broncos defense this year can be a top-five defense. And if they're a top-five defense and Teddy Bridgewater gives you an average offense, the Vikings in 2015 were 16th, um, in in points scored, then all of a sudden, you have to start to feel like you've got a legitimate chance to make the playoffs. And if they make the playoffs, Vic Fangio extends his uh, his his the length of his tenure in Denver at least. by They week. never coached together. I just check real quick. Yeah, I, I didn't think so, but I, but don't, don't you agree that the situations are similar relative to the rosters and yeah, and, and they're contemporaries, parties?
3: Uh, Zem 65 and Fangio 63. So they, you know, they probably run in the same circles. I'm sure they know each other quite well, but they've never actually been on the same staff together.
0: Yeah, that was the, uh, yeah. So, but that that's just sort of the comp that I get. And yeah, I will go ahead and let's add it to the sheet. Uh, Denver minus eight and a half. I was tempted to take the under because the Rams don't, as Breach pointed out, the Rams don't play anybody. And they're just, they just don't play anybody in the preseason. Right. But I'm worried that Denver will like go out and score 35 points.
3: Disrespectful to Bryce Perkins and uh, Duck Hodges, but okay.
0: Yeah, I know. Sorry.
1: Um, Duck hey, Hodges actually does not play for the team anymore. Ryan, he got cut. Sorry, Duck.
0: Have we heard anything about what the Broncos will do with? Because I was sort of hoping they would name the name the starter after Week Three, so we could take the Bron, you know, take the Bronco. You feel very confident that both guys would be aggressive and how they played in Week Three. If Drew Lock plays in this game, he's going to be slinging it. Right. Yeah. So that's why I think the Broncos are a good bet. I think Drew Locke wants to make sure people know that right. he still is in the mix when it comes to.
2: Absolutely. Job. Yeah.
3: Right. I like him to cover. I don't know about the over, though.
0: That's There's no reason to take the over in these games. Well, the, the Rams' unders are just crushing, but it's 33 and a half. And if the Broncos. And score, the Broncos
1: have almost hit that over by themselves in their first two games. Yeah,
0: that, that's exactly my concern. But so Teddy B is not going to play, part. though. Right, is Teddy B playing in this game? I would assume Teddy B plays.
3: Oh, okay. I would,
1: I would, I don't think he will.
0: Dad
3: was I short. think once
1: you name him the starter, that's why you do that is so that you don't have to worry about him getting so banged up.
3: It's going to be Drew Locke and Brett Rippen, and Brett Rippon's good. I mean, he'll be slinging it too, I would imagine, but I don't know. Just doesn't make sense. You still, you're only winning what five percent of the uh, the if you bet in the overs, you win in five to ten percent of the time.
1: Eight and a half is a huge number of the preseason. But when you talk about a team that has won both of their games by twenty seven points, I mean.
3: That individually is. or combined?
1: No, both. To, like they won their first game 33 to six and their second Ooh. game 30 to three.
3: Okay. Mm. Both on.
1: Okay. Well, so you're talking about a defense that I don't think they've given up a touchdown. So, like, that's kind of what, you know, let's go into the season not having given up a touchdown if you're looking for preseason incentive. Okay.
0: The. Patriots minus three at the Giants over under 35 and a half. The big news out of New England is that it's, this is frankly, this is exactly what we've been trying to trying to say when we talk about quarterbacks being vaccinated and then people get all butt hurt and, and try to leave bad reviews. Like we're making this podcast political. We're not the point of the vaccination discussion is that if a quarterback who's unvaccinated comes into a close contact situation or violates a protocol accidentally or on purpose, or test positive. Or the team messes
3: up and puts this person in a situation that makes them in violation of the protocol.
0: Correct. Then that quarterback is going to have to miss X number of days. It could be 10 days or five days in the preseason. And Cam Newton, because of a, a medical situation, is forced to miss five days of training camp. And Bill Belichick said that, yes, this is a door opening for Mac Jones to come in and steal the job. And let me go and get to my high school take presented by Bud Light. The Patriots should start Mac Jones in week one over Cam Newton. I can't believe I got here, but I'm here. Uh, Tom Curran of NBC Sports Boston, a great guy, uh, and very tight end to the, the Patriots, old Tommy, he, um, he wrote a column that said that Mac Jones has essentially won the job and that if this is about who is playing the best, then Mac Jones will be the week one starter. And the reason why I think that Bill Belichick is going to go with Mac Jones as the week one starter is because when you have Cam Newton as your quarterback, you have to design a very, very specific game plan for Cam Newton. It is going to involve a lot of runs, and the red zone packages are completely different. Well, you can't install that game plan Monday through Friday, and then on Friday afternoon, Cam Newton has, again, either on accident or on purpose – Gets put, into, gets put into quarantine protocol, and all of a sudden you have to completely change what you're doing and go with Mac Jones. Mac Jones is, is a first-round pick. He's a high pick. Uh, Bill Belichick believed him enough to take him that early, and I think he's going to go with Mac Jones, and I think he
1: should go with Mac Jones. That's my ice-cold take presented by Bud Light. I like it. And you know what's funny? Is that Bill Belichick on Monday – Asked about the starting job. It's Cam Newton's basically said it was Cam Newton's and that nothing had really changed their mind at that point from what he said earlier in training camp. All of a sudden, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, he's like, uh, yeah, you know, if Mac plays well, something might change. That was Tuesday. And that, you know, this is a big week for Mac Jones. By the time we get to Thursday, it's like, I don't know what I'm going to name a starter because I think things have been completely rearranged. And I think one of the things the Patriots are taking into consideration is if these two guys are 50, 50, do we want the guy that had to miss games last year because he came down with COVID? Is missing key practices right now because he's not following protocol and is not vaccinated? And that is the thing uh, we have seen it. Look, Ryan Tannehill, who is on the COVID list right now, ironically enough, is the one who said it earlier this off season. He said he did not was not planning to get the vaccine did not want to get the vaccine, but because the NFL has stacked the deck against unvaccinated players and put them at a competitive disadvantage that him as a leader in his locker room, he had to do it because he did not want to put his team at a competitive disadvantage. And and that's what it comes down to. And so I think Belichick is going to take that into account and say, look, Mac Jones here is available all the time. We can't risk Cam Newton missing two games in the middle of the season because he went to the grocery store and and caught COVID. So I, I think that that's part of the reason that Belichick will probably lean that way, so I agree with you, Burns. I think Mac Jones is is could be the upset winner here.
3: I'm reading through uh, some Mac Jones, like uh, this will be stuff of legend.
1: <laughs> Ryan Wilson porn. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it really is.
3: So Zach Cox of Nesson tweeted this out a couple hours ago on Thursday. Dante Hattower said recently he found out Mac Jones has been studying the Patriots' defensive plays on his own to do a better to better better prepare himself, and he said that's something quote not a lot of young guys would do. The kid works hard. End quote. And then Julian Edelman retweeted this and added the he's added football guy when talking about Mac Jones. Apparently, yesterday on Wednesday, uh, when Mac Jones shined in team drills, the rookie undoubtedly earned respect. And this is Bob Soshi, who um, uh, play, by, play by
0: play voice of the. Uh, oh,
3: okay. He didn't say he didn't say who he is in the thing, but he's yeah. So, so, so he writes uh, jo- Jones shined in team drills on Wednesday. The rookie undoubtedly earned respect from teammates after the early practice scrimmage between the Pats and the Giants. Linemen. Once order was restored, the two groups ran lap. Who joined the Pats' big bodies on their run? Their quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, look, uh, as Breach noted, it could be 50-50. And Cam Newton looked fantastic in the Week 2 preseason game. But if you can't count on him, you can't count on him. And I say it all the time when people ask me on the radio, what do you think about it? I said, well, look, if you live in the middle of nowhere, if you're self-employed, you work at home, you work on a farm or whatever, don't get back. I don't care because you're not endangering your coworkers in terms of them being able to do their job. So you understand this, the the situation to Cam Newton's credit. I haven't heard him complaining about the rules like some other players have. I haven't heard him say a word about this, even though he, he may have gotten screwed on this thing because maybe the, the organization made a mistake. I don't know, but, um, it, it just seems weird to me that you would be willing to possibly lose your job. And I would imagine, that he has more money that can count. Cam Newton does, but he's still very competitive, or he would just retire. So if he's out right, here, i you imagine. You're he losing play. your
0: job and you're potentially losing a lucrative future contract. Because right. if you played really well for the Patriots on a one year deal, maybe you end up, you know, getting paid in the off it, Yeah, be he's a Bengals quarterback next year, probably. Where? What? Where does who? Who's Bill Belichick's? Oh, oh! oh! <laughs> oh! who's uh Bill Belichick's mentor? Does he might know? I mean, Bill Belichick's mentor, Bill Belichick's, Bill Belichick's mentor, Bill, Par- Bill Parcells. Yes, it was, it was, it was Bill Parcells. And yeah. didn't Bill Parcells famously say the best ability is availability. It may not have actually been Parcells could have been somebody else, but I, that's a thing. Yeah, sure. I'll give it to you. <laughs> it's a famous football quote. And I, I do think competitive advantage is or competitive disadvantage, whatever you want to call it. I think Bill Belichick doesn't, like He doesn't – he is never – you never hear him complain about the rules. He doesn't do that. What he does instead is he takes the rules, analyzes them, and figure out where the where the margins are, where the margins for a competitive advantage are. Where's and,
1: the line and how far can I go without crossing it?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, this is, an, this is a no-brainer. If these two guys are even, you want to take the guy who doesn't require a very specific game plan and who is guaranteed to be available. So, I, I don't – And I also surprise. has a
1: higher upside because he's presumably going to be with your franchise for the Correct. next – at least a decade, if he's successful. Whereas Cam Newton, even if he's somewhat good this year, he's probably done after the 2020, after the season.
0: I I would agree with that. By by the way, the, do we think the the Patriots are going to start Danny Dimes or play Danny Dimes in this game? They are or not. They are.
3: Thank God. I mean, he hadn't played the previous two weeks. And I know last week before their preseason game, Joe Judge, the coach, said, well, we had the, um, had the joint practices, so we felt comfortable not playing him. But still, I mean, I think he needs to play with his team, so I'm glad he's going out there because we have no idea what he looks like.
0: I think the Pats minus three is a bet. The Giants have looked awful in the preseason. I don't think they'll give a ton of snaps to Daniel Jones. And the Patriots haven't – again, we we've, we we've found through the first two or three weeks of the season – of the or first two weeks of the preseason, I guess, that betting on teams with uh, close competitive – reasonably high floor, high ceiling quarterback battles is a good way to go. Because if Cam Newton and Mac Jones both play in this game, they are both going to be aggressively trying to show that they can play well. And I don't think the Giants are going to do a whole lot in the preseason. So I think. Pat- by the, and by has- the
3: way, the Patriots absolutely were crushing fools last week. I don't know if you know. Eagles. Oh, they obliterated this sorry Eagles team. And it was Debo. Did you watch that games <laughs>
2: I had uh, no power. I was getting hit by a hurricane pretty hard. So I, I, I thankfully did not watch that. You long. were
3: the you were the winner then because people had to watch this game <laughs> as Eagle fans were. Oh, the first series of the game was Joe Flacco getting strip-sacked and the, and the Patriots to burn the ball down to the five-yard line. That's how the game started. So they, because, oh, and Jalen Hurts was warming up. He looked to be dancing pregame, having a good time. And then he had some sort of a issue where he couldn't even play. So that was another concern. So, yeah, the, the things went wrong from Jump Street for for the Eagles, but the, the Patriots not wanting to make excuses, just dominated. So I, I feel like, you know, you could argue whether the Eagles or the giants are, are the worst team in that division, but it ain't like the giants are that much better than the Eagles and, and the Patriots are the Patriots.
0: Yeah. So uh, we're going to we get the Denver, the Broncos, by say to have Pat's minus three. For our first two preseason bets in week three, only 13 more days until fans are back in stadiums for the kickoff of the regular NFL season or the NFL regular season to celebrate Bud Light just unveiled their limited edition team cans designed for fans. And we are going to open ours. That's right. We have uh, our own Bud Light uh, bottles and cans that we are going to open right now on the podcast. They sent me some Panthers, uh, I haven't seen him. Wilson's got a bottle out, but uh, they sent Wilson some Blitzberg Steelers cans and Breach. It's interesting. They sent they sent me 15 as a Panthers fan and they sent Breach as a Bengals fan. Twenty four. I'll let you uh, make the connection there. Let's uh, let's go ahead and crack these bad boys. up.
1: Well, I figure that's perfect that they sent me 24, because if I drink one after every Bengals win, these beers will last me until 2030. So, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's we're in good shape ahead. here. Bud Light just hooked me oh. up with nine years worth of beer. I
0: bet this twenty four. Heavy are, now. What uh, no appears that have glass bottles? I've got the aluminum, the big, the uh, sixteen ounce aluminum bottles. What do you do? You have cans or bottles, Breach? I, I have cans.
1: aluminum cans. I
0: love these Ooh. aluminum cans. These are these are like the best way to. in because it you used to have to buy. You know before the before they started doing these packaging look at that was, i kind of like that big, wait let's see what what all what all the Bengals would say sorry if you can watch this on youtube.com slash pick you can get your own at budlight.com slash delivery to find out how to get yours delivered um very, yeah what does it say on the bottle breach who day what else does it say?
3: we
1: got we got the big who day that's the one that matters then you gotta big, I, I get the dub stripes the new stripes because we got the new stripes the, the new dub? uniforms. okay legends sort of implying that the Bengals will win
0: one game this year Get the dub, singular. <laughs> get the dubs. Get the dub. <laughs> and
3: there's a the Bengals logo. I have. Yeah, uh,
0: cool, I like that Bengals can. Let's see. This, I have uh, the. go with the Steelers.
3: I have the old school twelve ounce Bud Light bottle, but instead of the typical label, it says Blitzburg, with a little Steelers logo. Uh, straight to the point, just like Pittsburgh. They're that's very. That's
0: a very, uh, that's a very uh, blue collar. Exactly. Yes.
3: Hand in the dirt type of like. Yeah. Give me the glass. No frills. Just give me the beer and give me a label that I can recognize.
0: And uh um, or the Panthers. Let's see. Let's open the, the Panthers. The Panthers appear to be hashtag for the fans. Each one of these has an individual slogan, I believe. Blitzberg, day. Uh, what's your what's the slogan on your box there, Breach?
1: Instance, the box is so heavy, I can't lift it up. You have to I, gotta tell it. You,
0: I like how they uh I don't know if you noticed this, but they, <laughs> they fold the flaps in on the handle so that way it doesn't uh it doesn't get loose. Very nice there, very, very good touch. All right, oh, look at this Panthers one. All right hashtag for the fans oh i got a roar on there a little little cat a uh, little uh, panther roaring we got game day icy blue two states one team touchdown blue and black attack legends uh I'm digging these and the the best part about these cans or these bottles these aluminum bottles is that when you're when you're in a um a stadium and you've got a and you've got a beer you know, they used to do it where they, they would give you like the 32 ounce gigantic, uh, you know, bottles. These, yeah. you, can, you can reseal these so, like, you can, you know, you don't feel like you have to have it open. And it's you know, it's it, these stay cooler, less spillage, and uh, much easier to drink than that, than the big thick can. You know what I'm saying? And you can support support your favorite team.
1: I do like the lid, and actually, when my wife saw these, she's, she got excited by buy aluminum. Aluminum bottles. I guess she had never seen an aluminum bottle. I mean, I feel like the, they've, there's only been aluminum bottles for like uh, four or five years. They haven't been around. Oh, yeah, that yeah, they haven't been around long. I mean, yeah. So I don't think she had ever seen one in person, and she got irrationally excited. That so is, that, is that, was, cool. that was a nice
3: reaction. I, by the way, I I love Rachel. She's w- way too good for Breach, but she is from Alabama, Breach. So maybe they haven't gotten to Alabama yet. The aluminum bottles. Don't tell us. <laughs> that, <laughs> That's the first wife dunk. They actually actually
1: just got the internet in the past three weeks. I (laughs) I almost wasn't able to do my job when I was in Alabama a couple weeks ago.
3: (laughs) Feel terrible for dunking on Breach's wife.
1: These cool bottles, cans, bottles and
0: cans, just clap your hands. They are all hitting stores now, and the only beer you're going to want to have in your fridge this season. So head over to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery to find out how to get yours delivered. Get your Panthers beer sent to you, people. BudLight.com slash delivery. Okay. Raiders at the 49ers. 49ers minus three and a half over under 35 and a half. Uh, actually, we can lump these. We, you know, we probably need to pick up the pace on this. So let's lump these. I was going to say, we're going to be here till the start of the season. Yeah. Let's lump these three games together. Uh, Debo says quarterback one seemed to be decided as the list. Eagles at the Jets. Jets minus four. Wow. And Cardinals at St. Saints. Saints minus three and a half. Um, the Saints. Have not we think Jameis is? I mean, we think Jameis is going to get the job at this point. It would be shocking if he didn't. That's if I gave you
3: ninety five percent chance Jameis gets the job. You can do the odds on that. Is is anyone taking Taysom Hill?
0: No, no, you no, no, no. you mean like Jameis is my? I, I think Jameis would be like minus five hundred right
3: now. I was going to say like minus four hundred or something. And like I'll give you 10,001 odds on on Taysom. No, thank but, you. But you have to bet at least a thousand dollars on Taysom to get that. Never.
1: Odds.
0: <laughs> never okay All i right, get a lot saints minus three and a half here though because tate like they're not going to announce the starter before this game so Jameis still has incentive to play really well and Taysom has incentive to play really well also uh, the other thing we could do is just go with the over here i wonder how much kyler murray will play
1: cardinals- probably not a lot
0: okay the yeah, cardinals I- the cardinals scored 10 in week two cliff kingsbury does not care about the preseason he and does 19 not. in week one. So blindingly
1: handsome, you can't even fault him for that.
0: Rich, what do you think? The are you like the over here or just go with the Saints?
1: I would just go with the Saints. It's yeah. not because the Saints haven't even been scoring machines. They're only averaging like 17, 18 points a game in the preseason, even though James Winston, and that's with Winston playing well. What happens if he's just a little off or if Taysom Hill throws an interception? Yeah, uh,
3: quit quit messing with the overs. I don't know why you keep asking for overs.
1: Yeah, overs are a little risky in the preseason.
3: I had an over in that Monday
0: night game. Um and you lost, didn't you? Oh, hit.
1: Oh, Took
3: a t-
0: t- 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 miracle uh, C.J. Beathard <laughs> touchdowns in the fourth quarter. It, babe, urban thinks so bad. That's why I
2: lost.
3: All right, Eagles at Jets. Uh, hopefully, Jalen Hurts plays. I'm, I, I would imagine Zach Wilson gets one last look. I don't even, I mean, I don't even know what, where to go. Yeah, this
1: see, game. these are tough ones because they're the ones you – like, if I was going to bet Eagles-Jets, I would wait till about an hour before the game so I know exactly who's playing. Because if Zach Wilson's playing – I love that Jets offense right now, and I would absolutely bet the Jets, but if Jalen Hurts is playing for the Eagles and Zach Wilson that is out for the Jets or vice versa, you know, then that changes how you feel about this game. Uh, you know, but if it's everybody's putting their starters in for the first quarter and they're treating it like a true week three of the preseason, even though it's technically the last week of the preseason now when no one plays their starters, uh, but if stars are out there, I would take the Jets.
0: Okay. Uh, Debo, thoughts on uh, thoughts on what's percolating with the Eagles
2: right now? Devontae Smith getting some heat, starting to rise up fantasy draft boards. Yeah, I like what I'm seeing from the receivers. Devonte, Jalen Rager out there making catches. Quez Watkins, who we talked about the other day during a, a fantasy mm-hmm. week episode, noticeably absent from that group. Our guy Jay Jaw, but. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not concerned about the 35 nothing thrashing. It was backups and 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 third stringers, and I think we can settle the the quarterback if you want to call it a debate. Um, all aboard the Jalen Hurts train for the regular season. There's no,
0: there's no debate. It's Jalen Hurts is just yeah. Joe
2: Flacco's wearing the.
0: Jacket. By the way, I, I was I was watching um Preston Johnson, who's at Sports Cheetah on Twitter. I was watching. Uh, he was doing a, a show. I think it was a Betts TV show, and uh, he he actually said during the lead up to what the main part of the show, he was just sort of shooting the bleep with people in the chat. And I think he actually said he loves the, uh, the, to bet on the Eagles to win the division this year and said, he wouldn't be opposed if you wanted to sprinkle on the Eagles to win the NFC.
3: That's crazy doc. Yeah. I mean, stop it.
0: What are we doing? I mean, like, compared to
3: breach saying that Gardner mission a third round pick. That's like saying Gardner mentioned worth three first round picks.
1: Like that's just crazy. I don't think it, I mean, I think it's crazy, but I don't think it's that great. All right, well, put your money where your mouth is and
3: then we'll revisit it in
1: January. Princeton, why don't you just get a match and set your money on fire right here on the podcast? Yeah. At least that's get, what you're doing if you bet the Eagles. Let win us get NFC.
2: some enjoyment out of it. We will have a uh, bold predictions episode coming up very soon. Here's with, a bold prediction about
1: my bold predictions I won't be picking the <laughs> Eagles to win the NFC.
2: <laughs> that doesn't seem bold, Breach. No, it doesn't seem bold. I at guess all. that's true.
0: Here's my bold prediction about your bold prediction, Breach. They will, uh, they won't be bold. They'll just be like cased in a way that makes them appear to be bold, even though they're pretty standard.
3: I mean, you'll you'll never believe.
0: I don't know
3: if that was dunk worthy, but okay. All All right. uh, 10 seconds on Raiders at 49ers, minus
0: three and a half. 49ers quarterback situation still undergoing. Trey Lance looked awesome in the second half of uh, their second game, struggled a little bit early on in the first half. I would expect that Kyle Shanahan wants to give these guys as much a chance to win the job as they possibly can. I still think it'll be Jimmy G. Um, I don't think but- Derek Carr
3: is going to play. And Jimmy G actually smiled when asked on Wednesday if he was a starter. He says, Yeah, I pretty much have a good idea who it's going to be. And so oh, we uh, need to take the 49ers minus three and a half then. Uh, yeah. Derek Carr's not playing. I, I don't think he's playing. I think that he's not going to play all preseason. So all right, I'm going
1: to say real quick the NFC has gone four and 24 straight up against the, good- the AFC not- in the preseason this year. But the 49ers have one of the wins. Ah, there you go. They beat the Chargers. They did beat the
0: Chargers. I should have throttled the Chargers. The Chargers have scored all 10 of their points on, on turnovers that were caused by the by uh, by the by the receivers dropping balls. The Bears, minus two at the Titans last we saw. The Bears, they were getting revenged by Mitchell Trubisky. Over under here, 36 and a half. Um, I mean, I, I guess I don't. No, we already know Hill. that
1: Matt Barkley is going to be the starting quarterback for the Titans that game. So it's going to be Barkley and Logan Woodside. So you're looking Persons,
0: at Justin Fields and Andy Dalton.
1: Bang no, the Andy under. Dalton's not playing. So I think you'll probably see an entire half of Justin Fields uh, and then Nick Foles. So eh, kind of I
3: would like bang the under. Number one, yeah. <laughs> I, I think all of all but maybe one. I have to go back and check, but uh, of Andy Dalton, he's not playing. As Breach mentioned, three and outs. He had the one long touchdown throw i believe at least one long, long throw justin fields is gonna be running for his life that offensive line is not great they had to sign jason peters because tevin campbell Te- tevin campbell tevin jenkins their second round pick um is gone for most of the season i believe so nick Foles is going to come in unless he thinks it's philadelphia 2017 that may not matter i,
0: I think 36 and a half is screaming bang man the Titans have scored 23 and 34 in the preseason so far
3: yeah, but this Bears defense is not terrible, and I don't think this game matters. Um, and, and the Bears aren't good offensively. So you're asking
0: the Titans to do all the heavy lifting.
1: Yeah. And the Buccaneers didn't play their starters in the game where the Titans scored 34.
0: Didn't play a single starter, yeah. I don't think so. Mm, interesting. Very
1: interesting. I'm gonna hold off on that one and come back to it. I, I don't still I
3: don't... want to get the over. All right.
0: Go ahead. Right. No, I don't want to get the over. I just, yeah. Oh, they're thirty four three. Barely loses that under two. Uh, I will I will consider that under and uh, we'll circle. We'll, I'll put it over here in the little maybe section. Tighten. all right.
3: Colts at Lions, Colts minus two over under 33
0: and a half. Uh don't expect to see Carson Wentz in this game. He'll probably right he'll probably be back for week no, one. He will not play this game. Yeah, he's not gonna play in this game. Um, oh, but they do
3: think week one's a possibility now.
0: Yeah, it's it's almost the way he's practicing
3: right now, it looks like That week is, one is happening. great news because I've watched both those games closely. And Jacob Beeson and Sam Ellinger have both had moments look like, okay, and then had a lot of moments like oh boy. They got to figure this out. So good, great news for the Colts.
0: Long time. Th- I think on on this spot, I'm going to take the Lions. Score twenty against the Steelers.
3: It was twenty six nothing until maybe even the fourth quarter. They were
1: getting housed. Hey, so uh, you weren't going to actually say that we should bet on the Lions, were you, Brinson? No, no, I want to bet on the other team. Oh, okay. The
0: Colts. I'll take the Colts. Colts minus two. Uh, add that to the list. All right. Steelers at Panthers. Panthers minus four over under 35. Carolina is really banged up and hasn't done much in the preseason and don't appear interested in playing Sam Donald. I don't really know why they're favored here. Um, (laughs) So This has to come out. I mean, there's no way you can leave this in. There's nothing wrong with that.
3: Of course there is. I'm a grown man. (laughs) You old sailor, you. (laughs) You old sailor, you. Steelers at Panthers. Steelers at Panthers always play what used to be week four of the preseason uh, I don't think any of the starters are playing for Pittsburgh. Roethlisberger played a couple series last week and looked fantastic.
1: Dwayne Haskins is starting.
3: Okay, there you go. Dwayne Haskins is starting. So that means Mason's probably the number two, unless Dwayne Haskins throws for 500 yards and 10 touchdowns. Uh, but again, the, Sam Darnold's played two series the whole entire preseason. I don't understand what's going on there. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me, why he's not playing more. Matt Rule said it's because they don't have enough pieces around him. That's terrifying. Well, how's that going to change in two weeks? I know, right. Sweet mercy. Okay. So, I, I, I mean... I don't know why the Panthers are favorite, but okay.
0: Yeah, I would probably take the
3: Steelers. Let's and Dwayne Haskins has looked pretty good, by the way. Um, he said, you know, he all the things you expect someone to say. Well, and,
0: and again, like there's no competition for the starter, but Big Ben has wanted to. Big Ben's kind of flashed when he's played in the preseason, and Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins are in theory competing for the backup spot. Masons look pretty good too, as well. Like Sam Elliger and Jacob Easton are competing. For the battle, I mean, that's you want, you want guys who are in heated competition to have an incentive to play well in these spots.
3: Yeah, who's – oh, Will Greer. Actually, Will Greer hasn't looked terrible. And then they have um PJ. What's PJ? PJ Walker. I always struggle to remember his last name. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Steelers feel like a better – Choice, but I'll take the Steelers in the points.
0: That, that's that's perfectly fine with me. I like the Bills minus eight against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers not not going to play in the preseason. Jordan Love is banged up, so I can't imagine he'll play a lot. And yeah, Misty's just look good for the Bills. The Bills look interested in kind of getting getting the mojo going. Going, he ain't to- playing Chicago. That's the problem. You you
3: called it last week with the revenge game. Um, I will say this: this is something that I noticed last week watching the Packers game. Kurt Binkert, who I probably was undrafted, who's the backup, he played a lot because Jordan Love was was injured. He was dealing, and he was dealing to the level of like one of the first round rookie quarterbacks that we all fawn over. Like, oh my god, this guy's going crazy. And the takeaway for me was that like, all these quarterbacks are pretty good. And yeah. while we get excited about these first round picks actually looking like their first round picks, when the season starts, they typically don't look great. Justin Herbert being the obvious ex- exception, but I mean, no one was talking up Kurt Banker like he was the next coming of the backup to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, But if he had been a first-round pick this year, we would have been doing hours and hours of programming about Kurt Binkert. So uh, my only takeaway from watching that is that we can – these guys are good, and they're going to make plays. So let's just remember that. What are you going to say? And
1: and real quick on that game, uh, Josh Allen is going to be the starting quarterback for the Bills. McDermott said on Thursday that the Bills starters will be playing a little bit.
0: Oh, All right. well, let's yep. All right. I think the other thing, too, I don't know if this is full-blown d but I kind of like the idea. Tease mm-hmm. the Bills and the Broncos. Six-point teaser. You get the Bills minus two, Broncos minus two and a half. <laughs> All right.
3: I'm just laughing at what I said. I'm so glad I didn't say it on HQ. That would have been like one of those. Don't laugh. That, um, that would have been a porky situation.
2: <laughs> you can't, you can't cu- keep talking about it because then when I cut it out, you can't cut that. it
3: out
1: now because well, now you really can't cut it good. out because then you'd have to cut out the whole podcast and we can't uh, do that.
2: No, you can cut it out. Sorry, Debo. I didn't think about that. Part.
1: Do not okay. cut it out. No, stop it. Just you got it me fired. You almost got me fired. You almost gonna got me fired, fired the first time.
2: We got we got 12 hours until this releases. I'll have to think about it. Think about it, Debo. <laughs> sorry about all the things said about the Eagles. Debo, do what's right.
1: The guy was just slamming the Eagles I for know, half sure the podcast.
0: Uh, joke's oh, on you, Wilson. Man, uh, just, we've got a pretty full card here coming up in the preseason. Uh, and we have regular season college football starting week zero. The Ravens minus four at Washington. I think Washington's a good team. I expect that they'll play some of their starters. Maybe I will see. But yeah, you, you keep. You just have to take John Harbaugh against the spread until further notice. Nineteen right? and zero.
3: I think I wrote it down somewhere. Nineteen going back to twenty, like the last few years, and he's like twenty three and six all it's, time. He's two The
1: winning streak is nineteen games, which is tied for the longest preseason winning streak in NFL history. And you have to think. John Harbaugh, a guy who likes winning preseason games, absolutely wants to break this record. And uh, what's the
3: record again? Breach, I'm sorry.
1: 19-game winning streak in the preseason. So it's tied with the Packers, 1959-1962 Packers, for yes. the longest preseason winning streak ever. And so you have to think, Harbaugh's thinking, you know what, let's just win this game, we'll get the record, and then we'll deal with preseason next year. I don't know. So I feel like he's going to coach to win this game.
0: You know yep. what Herm Edwards says?
1: You play to win the game. You got it.
0: Okay, the Chargers at Seahawks at over-under is 35. I would be fine. Any over-under at 35 or lower with the Chargers or the Rams you should take. No starters are playing for the Chargers.
1: Yeah, so. I would stay away from this the, from the points perspective, like betting on either team because neither of these teams are really going to be starters out there. I I the under, the Chargers under.
0: Chargers is, under 35. If it gets Justin Herbert. Take it.
3: Is Tua playing for the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. He's had a. Good preseason. I am happy that there he's playing preseason. well.
0: And I think and I am assuming he's gonna play. He played last week and he played a lot.
3: And I would ask Breach this. We heard Debo talk about how happy is with Devontae Smith. How do you feel about Jamar Chase dropping three passes last week?
1: Uh it's a preseason game. I'm fine with it. Rather he do it in the preseason than the regular season, Ryan. What do you want me to say? That I'd rather have Panay Sewell. Is that what you wanted to hear?
3: He struggled against the Steelers. No, I think
1: I know he did. It's it's like uh Panay Sewell has missed a block for every pass that Jamar Chase has dropped there you just go. so We don't have to worry about arguing those two guys against each other. All right, there you go. Fair enough.
3: Oh, but Joe Burrow is playing in this game, which I thought was uh, an interesting development because I was under the impression, and you guys maybe were under similar impressions, that he wasn't going to play.
1: Well, that was the whole thing for the past month. Basically, since they got the training camp, Mike Brown, the Bengals' owner, did an interview... Uh, the first few days of training camp, and he was asked if Joe Burrow would play in the preseason. He laughed like, no way. And then Zach Taylor was asked that the, for over a couple of weeks, and Taylor is like, probably not. But then a couple weeks ago, uh, early August, mid August, Joe Burrow got asked, and he said, "Look, I want to play in a preseason game because I want to get, you know, I I wasn't mentally there at the beginning of camp, and now." I want to take a hit. I want to face a pass rush before I go into the regular season. And at the time, Zach Taylor was still like, yeah, we'll talk about it, but I don't know. So Joe Burrow clearly wanted to play, and it looks like he talked the Bengals into it. Will I uh, maybe retire from covering football if he tears his ACL against Ooh. the Dolphins? Yes, because there is this risk. You, you know, he has not played in a game since November. It, he's. This is only what? I can't do the math. November, how many months later?
3: Oh, it's like, what's it like? A nine, nine months, months. 10 months. I think yeah. it's
1: nine, it's nine months later, just barely nine months later. And you're sending him out there in a preseason game. So I am for it. I do think if he wants to be out there, you should put him out there for at least a series. But there is always that risk. And every single Bengals fan is going to be sweating the whole entire mm-hmm. time he's on the field.
0: I think it's good to get him out there Let him see some live action. I think the, I mean, I think, I, I,
1: think, I think we like that. I think we like that Dolphins Bengals over then again with the over. Stop it. I see. It, it, I don't think Burrow's going to play more than yeah, a ser- play maybe a series. two series at the most, and then you're.
3: And you bring in Brandon Allen. I don't even I think, I think Brandon Allen's still there.
0: Dolphins scored thirteen in week one against the Bears.
1: The Bengals games, two preseason games, have gone thirty-three and thirty for total points. So they're for due. both teams.
0: <laughs> they're due according to Brinson. The Dolphins scored thirty-seven last week against the Falcons. The Falcons are,
3: I can't say dog doo doo. They're poo poo.
1: Oh, so what are the, so what are the Bengals cat poo? Not in the preseason. They beat the uh, Buccaneers. They beat uh, the defending uh, Super Bowl champs. You, got got a at you got dunked, dunked. They oh, went into oh, Tampa no. Bay and beat Tom Brady. Tom Brady <laughs> played, played in that playing. game. He played in that game. He played and one he got
0: sacked. He, played one he got series. sacked. Wow. Um, two is going to want to put on a show. It's a. They, they, I don't because, think two is playing. Oh, two is not playing. They don't take the over. What? Why would two not play?
1: Because he's, he's the, the starting starter. quarterback. He isn't anybody to. No so are, are we,
0: are we treating then is, is this, this is the hard part is like our, our, um, do we, do we think they're treating this like
1: a, um, yeah, it's definite. Florida said Thursday that Tua is not playing against the Bengals. okay, okay so
0: This is not being treated as week three of the preseason. This is being treated as week four of the
1: preseason, but it's flipped because some coaches are treating it like week three where you play your starters. And then some coaches are treating like the preseason finale where you generally sit all your starters. So every team is doing kind of a different thing. Yeah. Which makes this even more unpredictable.
3: Bet the the under. There's not, who knows who's going to win this game, Bet the under one
1: game on this list that we skipped. I want to bring up before we get to the bottom (laughs) is Buccaneers Texans. I have bet the Buccaneers or the Texans have made me some money. I bet them as underdogs two straight times. They've been big underdogs uh, against the Packers. In the first preseason game, I think they were like plus 180 on the money line against the Mm -hmm. Cowboys. I think they were like plus 140. I bet them both times. They won both times. And again, they are an underdog. The Texans, everyone's fighting for a job. They're playing their starters longer than everyone else. And they're playing the Buccaneers this week, who rested all their starters and lost to Tennessee 34 to 3. They're going to rest their starters again this week. And despite that, the Texans are still a four point underdog plus 155, which is crazy. So they've already won two bets for me. I'm going to ride them again this week.
3: And I'll say this about the Texans like uh, Davis Mills, the rookie quarterback of the draft third round, has looked good when I've watched him play. Tyrod's been good as a starter. And unlike the Jaguars, the Texans, and Breach's hit on this, those guys are playing hard out there. They don't look like a 1-1 football team. David Cully is animated on the sidelines, even though he doesn't have one of the best players in the NFL, and he won't have him. and Deshaun Watson. And you sort of juxtapose that with the Jaguars. It feels like two totally different teams, which is why I think um, that the Texans may actually end up not being the worst team in football.
1: And and the Buccaneers mm. are four-point favorite. I'm not even betting the Texans to cover. I'm betting them to win the game straight up.
0: Look at this guy. Mm, I like it. Brinks right. the over. No, the Texans, I think the Texans are the who we thought the Lions were. The 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 Charlie Hustle it feels that way. Of, of
1: the preseason. Yeah. Yeah. Where, absolutely. David Culley has them playing hard. That's, he does. And he's not out there uh telling his players to bite kneecaps off, mm-hmm. and he's not well, and drinking six pots of coffee a day.
0: There's an incentive too if you're David Culley, where you don't want the Texans to look like total butt for the entire yeah. preseason and people and Urban people Meyer doesn't
3: eat. either. And he's not doing anything about it. Yeah. Two doesn't?
0: urban well maybe the jaguars just suck <laughs> i mean all right well all right that's the preseason week three show uh browns, what, browns, uh, falcons. Do you browns falcons
1: no we did not do browns falcons
3: um browns probably aren't playing anyone to falcons stink bet the under 36
1: Okay. and if you do bet that keep an eye on there's been some speculation matt ryan might play doesn't usually play in the preseason but he has a new head coach i want to see how he can run the offense so there is a chance a chance he could be out there but you know you bet the You other. need to make sure before you make that bet because if not, it's gonna be Josh Rosen who's been on the team for five days. All at right. The so
0: the games I have we have like thirteen we have like thirteen bets here. That's a lot. Yeah. By the way, the, um, the best
3: thing about this preseason week three, all the games aren't Sunday at one o'clock or whatever. Like they're spread out Tuesday. Oh, no kidding. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which is nice. All right, go ahead. What do you got?
0: Well, I was gonna say the all right to so the bets that I got, the from you guys, Titans under and Browns under for Wilson. Anything else that you did that you really liked? No, I'll take those. That's good. Okay. Uh, Breach has the Buccaneers
1: and the Texans. Texans to win straight up and yeah. Ravens to win <laughs> He's all up. over. The oh, and, and, and
0: it, I'm also on the Ravens. Uh, but you said Buccaneers too, right? No, no. I was saying the, the Texans are playing the Buccaneers. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So so Breach has, you guys can bet as many things as you want. Um,
3: yeah, I, the Ravens wants to lay up. Yeah. I might even take Washington to upset.
0: Wait, <laughs> why would you take Washington to upset?
3: Oh, because oh no to upset John Harbaugh's record. That's what I mean.
0: Oh, yeah, don't do that. Um, and then I've got Denver minus eight and a half, Pats. By the way, I'll put all these on my action network profile if you want to if you want to follow them and track them there. Uh verified, no big deal. Uh <laughs> minus eight and a half, Pats minus three, Saints minus three and a half, 49ers minus three and a half, Colts minus two, Bills minus eight, Steelers plus four, Ravens minus four chargers under 35 and i also like the bets that you guys uh made as well so i'm um i think is, it, is that too much for the preseason slate
1: it's mean, a lot why? usually well because preseason games are kind of unpredictable you i'm see a little worried life.
0: that if this is being treated as week four like we think it's like week three but it's that's the th- it,
1: yes exactly so you don't know for sure how it's going to play out and that's why like when i bet preseason games i literally wait till about 45 minutes before kickoff just yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know who's playing
0: for sure for sure and so that's that's kind of what i was going to say is I'm reading these games, but again, and like I'm not trying to promote Action Network. I'm just trying to give people a place where I can where they can see what I actually put in because I think that these will probably change as we get closer to the games and as we hear who exactly is playing. But I I think um, Browns under 36 I like. I'm going to cop that one from Wilson. Chargers under 30. The unders you probably want to get in early, uh, but and then uh, I, I doubt I'll change on the Ravens in a couple of these. But but that that's sort of where the heads at. But just be aware that. These, you know, like, do you think I do you think I'm allowed to change them? Do I need to tweet it, maybe tweet it out? What's the protocol here? Well,
1: Wait, if so on, if people are listening to the podcast and get your picks, and then you change it? Uh, gotta let, just put, put it, put it out on there. your
0: verified
3: Action Network account. I think you. think you
2: have to pay everyone that loses on the bets that you change.
3: I
1: think that's fair. Or you text it to Wilson. He tweets it out from my account. It Gets all <laughs> three of us involved.
2: From all right, well, I mean, we'll just roll with that big list
0: and just hope that it's right.
1: I'll tweet out breaking from Will Brenton via Ryan, Ryan Wilson's text messages to me. Will's yep. changing his picks.
0: No, I don't want to change the picks from the from the podcast. I just want people to be aware that, you as Reed said, that the, you know, there the, the, if if. You know, if we're, if we're taking the Saints minus three and a half and Sean Payton comes out and says, Jameis is my starter. I'm not playing Jameis or Taysom in this game. Right. I no longer like the Saints. Right.
3: I think people understand. They understand that. They know If, Bron- no. if we
0: say we're taking the Broncos minus eight and a half and Vic Fangio does the same thing with Teddy Bridgewater and, and Drew Locke, I all of a sudden like them a lot less. You know, that's that's sort of my point of what I'm getting at.
2: Got it. Cool. This is all some right. good prep for Sunday nights. We're at freaking 70 minutes for a
3: preseason <laughs> preview. After that's an hour that's of that's nonsense that's beforehand.
1: Oh my god! I well, mean. this will Our be down to sixty-five
0: head. minutes after you take out part of it. So <laughs> All right, that's it. That's the show. That's a preseason week three preview. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on uh, Monday, Sunday night, Monday morning to recap the week three preseason and and see how um and see how we did on these bets for Ryan and John. And by the way, thanks again to everybody who donated on St. Jude's. Talk to you guys later.